Do you believe in demons, dear listener? Have you ever felt as though someone is constantly looking over your shoulder, pulling the strings and whispering terrible things in your ear? The Catholic Church's numbers have dwindled, and yet the number of exorcisms continues to grow. This is Paranormal Hotline. My name's Kaylee, and I am joined by my co-ghost, Oshin. Ooh. Each week on the podcast, we take a look at paranormal events and dissect them with our massive, massive brains. We are insanely smart. SMRT. SMRT. As you may have guessed from the intro, we are going to be taking a look at some cases of exorcisms this week on the podcast, uh, including the exorcism, or mainly, should I say, the exorcism of Roland Doe. Uh, you obviously, <laughs> you haven't seen the exorcism, have you? Yeah, that, that's an astute guess. Um, <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Shocking. It's on my Halloween list. Shocking. This Halloween? It, this Halloween, you for sure. You gotta update when you watch it then. I will, I will. Yeah. I, I have a long list of... Uh, of horror movies that now that it's October I'm going to try to get through good so the story of Roland Doe was what inspired the book The Exorcist which in turn inspired the movie The Exorcist uh, which as you probably know was the terrifying movie from the 70s that scared every Catholic and non-Catholic we, we covered it a little bit in the um, Ouija board episode how it caused this kind mm. of panic about Satan and Ouija boards and this panic that wasn't there beforehand the Exorcist kind of really really calls that it made the Ouija board an evil thing as opposed to just a, a, toy, a toy which is what it is or some good fun it's like the last time we were at the we were at a paranormal investigation there was like a veteran <laughs> investigator who was there who said that you know a Ouija board is no more powerful than when you're just in somewhere doing an investigation and you say is anybody there it's the exact same mm-hmm. thing it's just the Ouija board is just a board that you use <laughs> so there's just this strange fear of it from the exorcist uh, the last two episodes yeah. have kind of not been very scary at all, uh, so I thought I'd bring it kind of, you know, bring a spooky mood back from the first episode in October. That's very fitting. So before we jump into the episode, I have an important question for you, Oshin. Last week, you invited the spirits to visit you. Have you received any signs? No, I have not, unfortunately. Maybe fortunately. So no signs at all, nothing comes to visit you? The more we ask this question, the more I say, well, the dog was doing something. <laughs> it's like, I, I think it just leads me to realize that I just don't really know how dogs work you know the classic kind of just standing there staring off into the blackness kind of going like something's out there yeah it's just dogs man they do that it could just be dogs <laughs> what the dog doing it's just that's what the dog that's doing that's what the dog doing alright so let's get into it then so this story begins in the late 1940s to a boy named Roland Doe now Roland isn't actually his name that's the name that he was given to kind of protect his identity as a kid but I'll get more into okay. that later it's actually really interesting but You will find this interesting later on. Roland came from a German Lutheran family and was very close with his aunt Harriet. His aunt introduced him to some spiritual stuff and actually gave him a Ouija board for his birthday. He's delighted with this because he actually kind of did like all the spooky stuff and all that Mm -hmm. spiritualism stuff. Uh, The story really... Number one toy. Yeah, exactly. This is, uh, this is before The Exorcist, so it was still a kid's toy. Every kid wants one. Exactly. The story kicks off after his aunt passed away. And he was obviously distraught over it, and he decided to use the Ouija board to try to contact his aunt. By the way, he was only like 14 when this happened, so he's still quite young. So he was asking to make contact with his auntie on the Ouija board, and he did. He was getting responses from her. So he was pretty happy with this, thinking that he was contacting his aunt. But was he really 
in contact with his aunt. Roland and his family soon started to sense something more sinister was happening though. They began to hear banging against the wall at night. They would hear scratching noises and dripping noises like a pipe had burst. Just in the middle of the night, they would hear like a dripping, like something was leaking, but there was nothing leaking in the house. But what finally stirred them to do something was when the mattress started shaking as they were sleeping. So specifically for Roland, when he was sleeping in his mattress, the whole bed would just start shaking like crazy. I don't know if that, like, cause that, that's quite a heck? common theme in, in paranormal encounters. I was asleep and then the bed started shaking. Yeah, and you see, you see that a lot, you know, when they're, they're trying to, in a film anyway, when they're trying to show the possessed, this things start shaking and then, you know, before they start being thrown off. Yeah, well, that's where this comes from. It comes from this case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really imagine. cool. So the family first turned to like doctors and psychiatrists, uh, but they couldn't offer much assistance because how do you kind of explain that in a mental way? <laughs> After they went to the doctors and there wasn't much help, they decided to contact their local Lutheran minister. And the minister came along, kind of saw what was happening and then said that he couldn't really do anything about it. Like he didn't know what to do and said that maybe they should contact a Catholic priest, which is just wild to me. <laughs> I mean, we have... We? I'm saying we like I'm a member of the church. Um, that's where all the exorcists are at. Yeah, like, but like, it's, it's just bizarre to me. You think they'd have something. Like, I think even in the Jewish religion, they have some form of like exorcism, but they have nothing. They were just like, here, go to the Catholics. <laughs> it's just funny to me. I can never imagine. Like, could you imagine if you went to a priest for something and they were like, uh, I don't know, maybe you should like contact a rabbi or something? You know, <laughs> try this other priest. It just doesn't make sense to me because they're not supposed to believe in other religions. But ugh, that's, oh, I could just rant on that all day. So, so Roland's condition only seemed to get worse from this point on, and he began to show signs of being demonically possessed. His chairs would move across the room of their own accord, and if someone was sitting in that chair, they would be thrown from it altogether. Roland's bed shook whenever he was in it, and the pictures of Christ on the wall would just shatter or shake off the wall altogether. Yeah. Pretty terrifying. Pretty terrifying. Reverend Luther Schultz said that the family's floors were scarred from all the furniture being pushed around. So the wood had like permanent scars from the beds and stuff just being shoved around the place. Completely like destroyed with marks. As soon as you said that, someone moved the chair downstairs and... <laughs> Did you get a fright? <laughs> yeah, I got a fright. <laughs> well, you do know it that when they were making the movie, The Exorcist... They say that the set was cursed because a bunch of people died on the set. What? Yeah, have you never heard that before? In you saying it, it's like sparking memories, but I wasn't sure if it was yeah. that film or a different film. I hope we don't get cursed for recording this episode. I hope not. That would be unfortunate. Unfortunate. <laughs> I would use a stronger word than that, but yeah. Maybe it's just you, though. Maybe I'm immune because I'm a good Catholic Maybe. girl, you know? I'm not. <laughs> you are neither of those things. Yeah, so the wood was permanently scarred from the beds and the chairs being pushed around. And Father E. Albert Hughes, who was the local priest, witnessed all this. He asked his superior's permission to perform an exorcist on the boy in late February of 1949. It's surprisingly hard to get permission from the Catholic Church to perform an exorcism. Like, you think Is they'd it? be dishing them out left, right, and center because they're, they're so cool. It has always, like, struck me as something that, like, you know, I don't really go down the whole religion route, but, like, someone's like, oh, yeah, exorcism. In my head, it's like, that's the coolest shit ever it is right like and you have to do like special training for it and it's like it's like the coolest thing that a priest can do and it kind of like turns them into like john constantine where they're like battling these demons it's the yeah. only cool thing that priests do i swear to god we have we yeah like i think we have to have one in every diocese in ireland uh i think that's actually only a recent thing i think yeah, they're on the rise yeah yeah there's more and more of them being grown i don't know how priests are made <laughs> for specifically trained for exorcisms 
which is really interesting. Because like I said at the start of the episode, there's just so many people who are getting possessed lately. It's uh, bizarre. Like, more than ever. I think the only time the numbers have been higher than where they currently are was, like, in the 16th century for some particular reason, I assume. Because of a plague or something, everyone was possessed. I mean, we've just had a plague. Yeah. Might still be having it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Satan. <laughs> it's your boy, it's Satan. Sat- it's a Satine. Satan. Um, so, they're yeah, they're, they're churning out more and more exorcists. Interestingly enough, uh, now that I mentioned him, Ed Warren was the only person who's not a priest who was a qualified exorcist by the Catholic Church. Oh. Pretty interesting. I wonder how you got those papers in order. I don't know. You want me to f- figure it out for you <laughs> so you can apply for yeah. an exorcism? Extra- not to be sure an if I have the credentials or, you know. Yeah, I think you do the need to. Necessary like, requisites. At, at the very least, I would say you'd need to believe in a god <laughs> in order to yeah. use his power. It's not like I just get equipped with a holy sword or something. Oh, man. that would be sick, man. Like a, a flaming sword and some holy water. Off you go. But, so I have a sword. What, like, could I get it blessed? Yeah, you can, yeah. Like, but by like a. You can get anything, bless. D&D has taught me, like, you know, holy sword then, away I go. <laughs> yeah. Stabbing ghosts. Depends on your belief. I mean, um, I think in the Wiccan, or at least in magic, you can kind of uh, bless things yourself. You know, like, you can learn to bless things. No, I wouldn't trust me. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be counting on me. What I'm saying is you don't specifically need a priest to do that. You could do it yourself. Mm. You could become your own self-proclaimed exorcist if you really wanted to. Interesting. <laughs> I'll sign you up for a course online. <laughs> that's where your good Patreon money is going. To send Doshin off to joke. priest camp. I'm legally required to say that's a joke. I don't want to go to priest camp. Off you go now. Here's your little white collar. Go fight some demons. Um, Fighting demons every day. Yeah, so I've heard numerous times that Ed and Rain Warren, like, it took them months to get the Catholic Church to agree uh, to an exorcism, but uh, the church did eventually grant Hughes' request. So Father Hughes began the exorcism by strapping the young boy to a mattress uh, and began reading his citations so he strapped him down into the bed like 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 you know like to each corner post of the bed like you would mm-hmm. see in the movie kind of I, I know what you're talking about despite not having seen the movie yeah so he began the exorcism and he had to stop at some stage because Roland had broken free from his restraints and tore a spring out of the mattress and he stabbed Father Hughes with it, leaving a massive slash across his shoulder. So he had to kind of like run out of there and Good get God. away from this possessed child. Um, Very strong. Yeah, because he was bleeding. And this is only a 14-year-old kid, like. You'd think you'd be able to overpower him. Yeah. So the first exorcism of Roland was a failure. It didn't, didn't succeed in exorcising the demons out of him. And a few days after this, red scratches started, started to appear on the boy. So one of the scratches formed the word Lewis which Roland's mother took to mean that the family needed to go to St. Louis, where they had relatives, so they had family already living there, to Hmm. find a way to save their son. I don't understand that logic at all. Like, I feel like... I would not be asking for directions from the demon. Yeah, right? I feel like the demon is trying to trick them or something, or maybe the demon's name is Louis. Who knows? Hmm. I wouldn't be following its directions anyway. That's just, like, the worst sat-nav ever. (laughs) (laughs) Like, <laughs> it's just showing up with scratch marks. Don't follow that. That's stupid. No. This is how people die in horror movies. Uh, a cousin of the family put them in touch with Father Walter H. Halloran and Reverend William Bowdern. These two agreed to perform an exorcism on young Roland with the help of some assistants. So the two priests noticed the scratches forming on Roland's body. They also witnessed the bed shaking as he was sleeping in it, just like the previous exorcism. 
The men noticed that Roland was calm and normal during the day, but at night he would exhibit strange behaviors, including screaming and wild outbursts. Have you ever seen the show Super Nanny? Is that like the one, but it's children instead of a cat? I, I think it was originally kids and then they made a cat Like my one. cat from hell. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's but that, but I, I, children. No, I, have, I think I have. I think I have. They're there unruly. Were, there were kids like that all the time on that show. They'd be perfectly fine. And then when bedtime came around, they were like gremlins. Like some of oh, the kids yeah. would bite people and everything. Like maybe demons just hate bedtime like kids do. I just feel mm-hmm. like that's a normal kid thing to just lash out when you're told to go to sleep. But things kind of escalated. Uh, a voice started to come from Roland that didn't sound like his own voice. Uh, it was deep and guttural, kind of like an old man. When the voice would happen, Roland seemed to go into a trance-like state. Objects would fly around the room and Roland would react violently to any religious objects. So it's now it's starting to sound a little bit more like the movie. So this has happened in a few other things as well, where kids get this kind of like deep voice that doesn't fit their... Like, it doesn't make sense that they'll be able to speak like that. Maybe they're just, you know, something stuck in their throat. Need some honey and lemon. <laughs> Maybe. Stop feeding the demon. But yeah, he also seems to go into like a trance-like state, which is very common in like possessions that I've heard. They'll always kind of like go kind of blank or like their eyes will start looking or rolling backwards into the head kind of mm-hmm. when they're being possessed. Uh, a scratch would appear in his chest in the shape of an X, which the priest believed to represent the number 10. Uh, I don't know why 10. He didn't really elaborate. He just said he thought it was the number 10. Uh, I thought it meant like X marks the spot. I, <laughs> I can't think of a good reason why it would be 10. It doesn't make any sense to me. No. If, it, if it's an X, is that not just like if you turn your head a little bit, the cross like... I don't think the cross goes right it, across the middle. The cross is up a bit. I mean, you could be onto something. Many. I thought a priest now would be able to tell you. <laughs> I don't know. They're not trained in math, cider, but here he is converting it from Roman numerals, so... Well, if they're, if they're going to be learning one, like the Latin, the Roman numerals goes together. Yeah. So at this point, the priests are with Roland every night, trying to exorcise the demons from him. Is the word exorcism trying, starting to sound weird to you? Because it's starting to sound weird to me. I, I just Whenever you're right. Yeah, ex- whenever you exorcism, say something like ex- that. Exorcism. Am I even pronouncing it right? Yeah. Exorcism. If you are enjoying the podcast, you can help it out. We have a Patreon and it helps us directly. You can get access to our Discord where we are always chatting and posting additional spooky stuff and spooky memes. That is at patreon.com forward slash paranormal hotline. You can also help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. It doesn't take long and it does go a long way to help. You can also follow us on Spotify. That helps us and makes your life easier too. We are also on Twitter where you can follow to stay up to date and see other spooky stuff we post. That's at ParanormalHL. We are also on Instagram now and we're going on a paranormal investigation this weekend. So make sure you follow us there and you can keep track of all the spooky stuff that we encounter. I'm going to be snapping loads of pictures and if I don't catch a ghost, I'll cry. I'll take a picture of Kaylee crying. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully catch a ghost. Hopefully not. So on the evening of March 20th, the exorcism reached a whole other level. So Roland urinated all over his bed and began shouting and cursing at the priest. Now, Roland's parents kind of had enough at this stage. He looked miserable. He was, it was clearly taking a toll on his body. So they took him to Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis for some serious treatment. Probably should have done it a few months ago, but you know, better late than never. Because like I said, at this point, they've been doing this exorcism for a while and just slowly getting rid of this demon. So finally, on April 18th, the Monday after Easter, Roland was woken up by seizures. He yelled at the priest saying, Satan will always be with me. The priest laid holy relics, crucifixes, medals, and rosaries around the boy. And at 10.45 p.m. that evening, 
the attending priest called on Saint Michael to expel Satan from from Roland's body. They shouted at Satan, saying that Saint Michael would battle him for Roland's soul. Seven minutes later, Roland came out of his trance and said, He's gone. The boy recounted how he had a vision of Saint Michael vanquishing Satan on a great battlefield. That's sick. That's what I said. I actually wrote that down. (laughs) (laughs) He was finally free of his possession. Yeah, so Saint Michael battles Satan for the child's soul. I'd almost want to be possessed just so I could have a look at that. Yeah, I know, right? That's pretty cool. Um, Does that mean Satan is dead forever? Uh, Nah, just out of the child. Yeah, that makes sense. But was, was Roland possessed by Satan or the devil? Or did the devil just like step in at the end and was like, all right. I'll fight for the child. I don't know. Is it like he's battling Satan's forces? Yeah, that's what I picture. But like, he does say St. Michael fought Satan. So it's kind of funny that way. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know. You know <laughs> not my speciality. No, me neither. I know nothing. Even like, I know all the demons in uh, in the Catholic religion have names. Like there's specific mm-hmm. names for them. I don't know them. I don't know what they do. There's like specific things and I haven't got a clue. So following the St. Louis exorcism, uh, the room in Alexian Brothers Hospital was boarded up and sealed. So the room that the exorcism happened in was just closed off forever. No one was ever in there again <laughs> because it was demonic. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. How could you stay in a room where Satan battled St. Michael? Stay away from that. Just. Um, so for a long time, nobody knew the true identity of Roland Doe. That was just like the alias that he went under. But in 2020, Roland actually passed away at the age of 86. And it was revealed that his real name was Ronald Edwin Hunker- Hunkler. Now, you're going to love this. I know you're going to love this. So in his okay. adult life, uh, Roland was a NASA engineer whose work contributed to the Apollo space missions in the 1960s. Excellent. And who patented a technology that helped space shuttle panels withstand extreme heat. So he was an absolute so genius. He worked in NASA for like 40 years. It's just as well, like, you know, we got him back from Satan. Yeah, exactly. We might not have got man on the moon. He was terrified that someone would figure out while he was working at NASA that he was the exorcist child. <laughs> he must have hated that movie when it came out because it was <laughs> huge at the time. And he knew all along that it was based on him. He kept quiet about it the entire time. So he Can must have hated it. Like <laughs> they're, they're like, you know, working in NASA. Oh, hey, uh, hey, Ronald, have you seen that new movie? Uh, we're thinking of going seeing it. And like then just him having to realize that I have to go to this. Otherwise, it would look weird. <laughs> if it, they'll be wondering, why, why doesn't he want to go to the movie? And then he's there like the save face. He's there. Sitting in, in, in the cinema, sweating buckets. Because, <laughs> like, before um, before the book was written, there was only, like, a short account by a priest as to what had happened. There wasn't, like, much to go off. It was only the, the guy who wrote the book went off the priest's notes and wrote okay. the book. So it's just, it's so funny that there was, there was, like, nothing about it for probably about, what, like, 20 years? He didn't hear anything about it, and then suddenly it's huge, and there's, there's a movie and a book, best-selling book. And it's banned in other countries because it's so scary. And he knows, like, this is my story. <laughs> he wouldn't even is stay book- in his house at, on Halloween night oh, in case somebody found out who he was and went to his door. He was oh, no. terrified of being found out. Was the book, like, um, was there liberties taken with it in terms of the story? Oh, yeah. If, if you're just oh, going yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 100%. It wasn't like a, a It's not just like a report. No, no. It was okay. a fictional book. But it's still, mm-hmm. it's based on the poli- the. Mm-hmm priest report I love that instead of police report the priest report Pri- priest report yeah <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that get him on the priest scanner 
Like, no one has ever publicly spoken about his opinions on the possession later on in his life. Uh, seeing mm-hmm. as he was such a scientifically minded man. Not saying that you can't be smart and believe in possession, but it's kind of unusual. Mm-hmm. Like, he was still religious up until his death, so he must have believed in a god. So I assume he believed in a Satan. I don't know if he believed in the, the whole possession aspect of it, but it's just, it's so funny to me. He went, like, his entire life without being known as the exorcist guy. I think now you wouldn't be doing well in NASA if that happened. Like, it'd be no. hard to, like, it'd be hard to see. Especially because he was, like, so big in NASA. Like, he was an important guy. Yeah. He wasn't just, like, somebody who was painting the, the walls in NASA. He was doing important shit. Imagine they found out. He's just like, yep, yeah, lads, just leave me on the moon. <laughs> Don't want to deal with this. Just leave just me up me there. send me on a one-way mission to Mars, please. Send me up there. Send me some snacks. Good luck. It would make you wonder, though, you know, did they did the angel save him so that we could go to the moon? No. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Straight away, no. <laughs> um, but demonic possessions are like, they're a strange thing. So the Catholic church, the Catholic religion even, believes that people and things can get possessed by demons. I know people who believe that even watching the movie The Exorcist will cause a possession, will make you evil. Uh, and the book as well. I know some people who just won't read the book or won't have the book in their house at all because they're scared of <laughs> demons which is just mad do you think we can get possessed just from writing this episode hello no. oh <laughs> I thought we were gone yeah no I was possessed there for a small second um, I hope not you come back with a completely different voice no 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 but yeah, like I said earlier, there's something like about ex- exorcisms that makes priests really cool. Like they're fighting demons. I don't know why the Catholic Church doesn't lean into it more. Like they really try to steer clear of the whole image of exorcisms. It'd be really good PR. Yeah, really it would good be. PR, especially for like younger people. Hey kids, yeah, you like uh, Mob Psycho 100 and that film The Exorcist? <laughs> there are just like a ton of animes that involve exorcisms and priests and stuff. It's so weird. It's because it's cool. It is they, cool. They're on it. Like they, they, they know what's good. There's some like really terrifying videos of possessions online as well, though. There's one video of uh, Lorraine Warren while she was in Japan. And there was a woman who was possessed. And uh, she, she didn't speak English, this woman who was possessed. She had never spoken English in her entire life. And Lorraine was talking to her, saying prayers in English. And the woman was responding in English. And like you can see the shock on everyone's <laughs> face like as this woman starts answering her. Like Even like her relatives are there and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's wild it's so weird like you'd often hear about demonic possessions where people start speaking uh, in other languages like Latin for example they'll just start popping out Latin and you're like where where'd this come from like how can somebody just do that you know yeah in mm, tongues I've I definitely heard speaking in tongues tongues is easier though that's just kind of more like gibberish yeah. right as, as far as I know anyone can start speaking in tongues but start, to start speaking Latin out of nowhere mm, that's a bit harder to do yeah secretly have had a private school education yeah yeah but long story short if you're trying to contact someone you love who's passed away don't use a Ouija board you might get possessed by the devil and you might have to see him battle St. Michael this is all all going to be useful information for next week when we are going on our paranormal investigation and you get possessed by a demon absolutely I I cannot wait for the funny pictures in my head (laughs) yeah the place we're going to has like a particularly evil spirit there as well that has been known to push people down stairs and scratch people so I can't wait I'm doing gonna do everything in my power to encounter this ghost like everything I can I I, it's funny because I've been known to fall down stairs so yeah but if you fall down the stairs then it won't like it doesn't it doesn't count like you have to be pushed I'm pushed yeah yeah 
Yeah, but if you're prone to falling down the stairs, you know how that doesn't <laughs> doesn't count, right? Yeah, but I push myself down for my own safety. Okay. Uh, we'll be bringing a decent audio recorder with us this time, guys, so we'll try and catch as many encounters as we can. And mm-hmm. I hope to God we get as many terrifying responses as we did last time. Um, we'll be taking plenty of pictures and posting them on Instagram as the night goes on, so make sure to follow us there and you can stay up to date with all the spooky stuff that we do. I'm just saying that if they look at the Instagram, they might actually get like the last recorded photographs of us. Oh shit, yeah. Like Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah, so, so you know, follow that to stay up to date. Paranormal Hotline was never heard from again. Yeah, I think that's everything I have for this week, guys, so stay safe out there and don't invite any spirits into your home. You know, like, unless that's what you want. To each their own. All right, see you there, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.